Hi everyone, this is Tony. I'm the Dungeon Master for D&D Raw, and with me today are the following players. Hi, I'm Chris, and I'll be playing Orc Fireforge, the Hill Dwarf Forge Cleric. Hey, I'm Rachel, and I'm playing Dahlia Restrick, the Asimar Phoenix Sorcerer. Hey, this is Nick, and I will be playing Luvin Cromdell, the Half-Elf Alchemist Artificer. Now, before we begin, I wanted to give a shout out to our latest iTunes reviewer. So thank you, Sophia Satterfield. Really appreciate the extremely kind words. Uh, you say that our podcast is great. The rules episodes are very helpful and funny. Uh, and I agree entirely. The cast for serviceable plots does an amazing job. I've had some points too where I've gotten very emotional by the unbelievable RP from Mike, Adam, and Bethany. Uh, that you know, I might have teared up a little bit also. Rumble Squad also, I think, is hilarious. Being our more action-adventure kind of story, I really enjoy the back and forth between Rachel, Chris, and Nick. They do a great job of bouncing ideas off each other and laughing at each other's characters' uh, over-the-top antics. So thank you very much for the review. We try really hard, and I really appreciate it all of the kind words, and I'm so glad that you're enjoying it. So thank you, Sophia. And now on to the show. Next week will be one of our NPC stories. Join us now for Rumble Squad episode 2-7. Truly a blessing from Yadumin. Last time, the party investigated the sources of the fires in Asynthias, and learned of two things. The first was this mysterious savior of Asynthias, an angelic figure, who seemed to appear immediately following a disaster. The second was a cat that seemed to be made of lightning. Deciding to follow up on the first, their investigation led them to head to the site of a fallen star, where they learned the savior was in fact an illusionist by the name of Thar. However, not too long into their interrogation of this Thar, the party was attacked by this lightning cat, and after a vicious battle, defeated it, and turned to face the illusionist. You see Thar, like, clutching his side. Thirty seconds later, Auric, you feel your muscles return. Luvin, right now, you took so much damage, everything hurts. Your arms are kind of twitching slightly i actually just kind of fall back down and take a seat and just take some deep breaths you see thar is doing the same as is dahlia i'll move up so that i can cast healing ward i actually also took massive damage you did when it bit you you have this like just your shoulder feels off and it takes you a moment you kind of like realize it's actually slightly dislocated and you just push a little and it hurt still hurts. Your left arm actually feels numb. Sweet. Were both of my massive damages in the side? Yeah. You have a claw and lightning strike, so as you're kind of like moving, you twitch a little bit. I, um, shakily reach toward my supplies 
and pull out a mini canvas and attempt to paint from memory what the lightning cat looked like to make to keep my promise. So I was going to cast Cure Wounds on Dahlia first and then Leuven. Okay. Uh, first Cure Wounds on Dahlia was... So 11. 11 back. And then Leuven was... 5. You see Thar is just like shaking his head like, I'm, I might just um, live peacefully in the village. Stop with the heroics. You guys seem to got that. Why are you conning the town? For the attention. But they don't know it's you. But they know it's this figure, and that's all me. But you're not really saving anyone. But they believe I am. I've given them hope, haven't I? You've given them false hope. So no one's been attacking the town except this one time with the lightning cat? You see him cast a spell as you see a bridge seem to appear and then suddenly break as several figures seem to look like they're falling. He dissipates it. So all the attacks were fabricated. Okay. They were in a tough spot after this Biagosto disappeared. People weren't... They felt betrayed. They felt... Well... And you preyed upon them. I've asked for nothing from them. Can I insight that? I'm trying to find out if he's just full of hubris or if he's working some other angle. Go for it. I look up and do the same. 17. 24. He isn't actually getting anything from it yet you get the impression that eventually he has a kind of a plan in place like maybe he will reveal that he is the one that's been saving people but leave out the whole illusion part basically you can tell like he's using the illusions to make this appear like this angelic figure is saving people and maybe he has a connection to this angelic figure so definitely not related to me got it so hold on is there any connection between and i'll like point to thar and then point to the rock i mean like any connection there what's no i was coming to see if it was of any use see if it was interesting i actually had stopped a few of my performances to get the town feeling a little bit easier about me leaving it or anybody leaving town your lies performances cause joy there's no joy from this can you really say that on the people who believe that this angel existed and was saving them you manipulated a town that was under the influence of a powerful being that was bent to their will. You're just subjugating more. I actually kind of throw my canvas to the ground and stand up shakily still. These people were terrorized by that awful... How could you do this? They've been through enough. You've never tried to take advantage of a situation? I'm trying to get what I want. Comfort here. Maybe a little bit of hero worship in the end. So do it through your deeds, not through misdeeds. No one's been hurt by my actions. These people are dealing with enough stress and trauma without your imagined dangers that you're imagining them to be saved from. He just shrugs. Just, just go away. Like you did. I've heard of you, Rumble Squad. They've talked about you in town. They haven't talked about me, and I'm going to stand up because I just recently joined. I literally don't know who you are, I'm sorry, other than Dahlia, but Just yes, but. whoosh, fire in both hands. You will know who I am, because you're not coming back to town. Roll intimidation. Fifteen. Well, if you all are going to be in the area, it's not safe for me here, then. And I'll have you know, I know a lot of people, and I'm going to tell them all about you and what you did here. Good luck with that. He gets up, starts to walk away. I'm visibly shaking. After a moment or two, you lose sight of him in the forest. Sit back down. So about this cool sparkle rock. So uh, we'll say you guys take a little bit of time and then you can go investigate. And everyone can roll an investigation check on it. 
three because I rolled a nat one. Woohoo! Total of six. 19. So, Luvin, looking at the material itself, you're picking up this, uh, it looks almost not quite like rock, but like you kind of crumple it in your hand, this blackened material. It's more powder like as you break it, it's very brittle, but you get to this hunk in the center. And as you kind of pick it up, knowing that the actual blackened material is pretty brittle, which might potentially be used in some experimentation. You could f- try and use this in something, figure out if it has a value, but you kind of crumple around this larger ball in the center. And as the blackened material falls away, Oric, you look over and your eyes kind of shine as the silvery blue ore is revealed. And you look at, the, and even Luvin, as you're studying this, whatever this was, was here. And it looks like the impact kind of just revealed it. You brush it away. And it is really light. Oh, man. In fact, it reminds you, as you pick up this, like, it's it's not pure yet. It looks like it needs to be refined. But you pick it up, and it's this, considering the size, like it's a two to three foot diameter hunk of rock. Two to three foot diameter? Yes. Oh, that's pretty big. Yeah. But Leuven picks it up with almost no issue. You expect it to be a lot heavier. But then again, Oryx's talked about mithril before. Still seething, I, I'm like, Oryx, unrefined mithril. This is what you're looking for, right? This is truly a gift from Yadumin. I will hand it to you, and then I will start collecting samples of the other stuff. What's the red stuff? Seems to have magical properties. Not sure yet. I'll do some checks later. Try and find out what it is. Can I grab a piece of the red stuff? It's a little bit warm. Can I just set it kind of off to the side, and then... See if it reacts to fire. Glows a little bit. Snuff it out. Pick it up. Doesn't catch. It just gets warm. So, Luvin, um, we'll say you spend like an hour. You gather about 15 pounds of this stuff of fallen star. But just looking at it, this has some potential to it. You can tell that the material itself is very different from anything you've handled before. It's very weird. Would I know if maybe it would have any use in forging, perhaps? Possibly. Can I do an arcana check on it or something? Nope. Okay. I mean, you've heard of Fallen Stars, but it's more just you don't know of anything anybody's done with it. This seems like a brand new discovery. Or fairly new anyways. Excellent. So, you get some time to collect this. Uh, Auric, you can uh, put, if you want, in your bag of holding unrefined mithril. But you guys eventually head back to Ascentheus? Or all the way back to Boulders? Back to Ascentheus for the night. Ascentheus, probably stay at the big child if there's room. And spread the word of the uh, charlatan. Thar. Tharlatan. I'm actually going to do two things. One, I want to try and finish my painting of the lightning cat. Go ahead and roll a um, painter's tools with intelligence for the memory aspect of it. 21. You capture a pretty lifelike rendition of the lightning cat. And... I ask Asona or Kihana, whoever's downstairs uh, at the time, can I give this to Remy? I, I We corroborated there was a lightning cat, and this is what it looked like. Unground her, please. Roll persuasion. 24. Oh, I, it seems that um, perhaps she was right. You know what makes kids feel better? Sweets. And I give a thumbs up, and, and then I go up and I present the painting to Remy. Brando, make your special. Guess what, Remy? You're right. And I, I get this. That's to it. Remy. That's it. That's. Oh, 
See, it's pretty. Holds up the lightning kit. It's pretty, right? You see the pretty kitty? So pretty and so powerful too. It's powerful? You were really strong to, to see the lightning cat and, and stay standing. I stay standing? Yeah, I'm standing. Good job. Yeah. And my smile lasts until I exit the room. And then I immediately storm to my room and begin uh, sketching, to the best of my ability, Thar. Basically some flyers, like, con artist does these evil deeds. Okay, so you're making a wanted poster. Yes. We'll say you just do that. Anything else anyone else wants to do while during the evening? Eat, drink, be merry, carouse. I've been told we can carouse in this city. Yeah, roll a d100, Dahlia, for carousing. A 44, good sir. You wake up in your room, you start to get up, and you put a hand down, and ooh, your hand hurts. Your knuckles are kind of bruised, a little bloodied. There's some splinters, but the splinters look scorched. Your pockets are heavy. You reach in and you pull out fruits? Several kinds. And as you think back, why did you think a fruit stall was looking at you funny? <laughs> 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 as you slowly eventually come downstairs to join the rest of the party with breakfast apparently you hear tell of a fruit cart that was punched and scorched repeatedly <laughs> so um you guys have a little bit more downtime what would you like to do during this downtime oh i, I did want to stop in on adriel and see her progress um, she's actually been making some really good progress. You've noticed now she's moving on to crafting some breastplates. One of the ones you were working on earlier, it seems like she's refined and fit. It's not as good as ones you can make, but it is like 10 steps above where she was. Nice. Actually, I, hear, I got a question. Would the forge that she has here be better equipped than the one at Boulders to refine? Down? No, because you really took your time to make the one at Boulders. Like, you made yours nice. Yeah, I did. So Boulder's actually is a better smithy. Like, it's more equipped to what you want. You made it to your specifications. Yeah. Whereas here, it's it's a little... She has to be kind of careful because she is in a tree. So it can't get as hot as the forge uh, that you created. Once you feel that your skill has progressed and you have become satisfied with what you have made, there is a superior forge to this one to the south. In the guardian of Earth's lands. Boulder, you will seek him out on his land. There is a forge of my construction that will help you achieve your next level. I am excited to see this. I will go when I feel I am ready. Thank you. Through Yadamin, all things are possible. Through Yadamin's blessing. Luven, is there anything you want to do in town? Yes, uh, for one, I'm kind of stomping around town, putting up uh, these wanted posters that I've made. There are two people I would want to check in on, uh, that being Avelios and Selazar, probably in that order, to give Selazar time to make sure she's back. What would you want to talk with Avelios about? Just to, to, to catch up and also inform him of what happened. I sound super salty as I describe the encounter. He offers to help you put around flyers. Oh, thank you. That, that, would, be a, that would be a huge help to make sure this guy never comes back. Here are some of the projects I'm working on. So I, I've, um, I'm gathering materials to make uh, better armors and weapons. I, I've also learned how to turn these um, zacade plants into a couple different potions. And, and I, I go into that at length, and we start, I assume, nerd talking. Okay. I just remembered something, the finding of the focus. 
of uh, bias focus. I will say you guys search and there doesn't seem to be any focus. Even if we search, like if we re-prepare our spells with detect magic and search via uh, that. We can say like you took the next day to use detect magic to search and found nothing that had a powerful enchantment on it. Okay. I'm glad you remember that. <laughs> Otherwise we would have kicked ourselves. Yes. So, Lubin, and you want to go see Celestar? Yeah. What would you want to talk to her about? How has your uh, crafting been, and how are you, how are you holding up since you know um, the old Fay left? Things have been difficult. I have been trying to create any sort of remedies to assist people, perhaps make them feel better, perhaps figure out certain enchantments that could help in the the strengthening of a mind to resist such effects in the future. If you ever figure that out, can you let me know? I will be happy to pass it along. I, I do jot down my address uh, in case she's ever able to... Back home? Yeah. And I, I slide forward the last of my wanted posters and explain that as well. Ah, so he was a problem. I wasn't sure. He seemed charming enough. Yeah, don't trust him if he ever comes back. I hope he doesn't. So afterwards, you guys are headed back to Boulders. Was there anything else you guys wanted to do before jumping into a little extra downtime? I downtown? think the only thing I would have done is return the fruit. And like, I'm sorry I destroyed your fruit cart. Half-elven woman just... It happens sometimes, I understand. People get rowdy. They drink too much. I myself had had some experiences... Uh, thankfully, I've had friends, even some strangers, once or twice, offer to help me on occasion. But again, very sorry, very sorry for your cart. Um, it definitely looked at me funny. I am sure that it did. <laughs> and she just like here, and she she offers you um, she offers you an apple. Let's just enjoy some breakfast. I will offer her a bolt from my crossbow. Like, they do trading, right? Yeah, it's like, my friend would enjoy this. Thank you, it'd be quite useful. I look very confused also, as I'm like, is this proper currency? Is this how you is this how you currency in this this town? She just seems to nod slightly. Okay, and walk off eating my apple. <laughs> oh, Tony. Yes? Earlier on in our first visit, uh, was, wasn't there someone who kind of handled the mail around here? You are thinking of Hoot. Hoot, yes. I would visit Hoot and say hello. Hey, so before we leave, I just wanted to make mention. You're leaving? Uh, yeah, yeah, we're going back to see to see Boulder. Who's Boulder? One of the guardians, pretty nearby, only a couple hours away. A guardian? Somebody lives in the forest, uh, loves Earth, nice guy. Sure. Yeah, so I just wanted to uh, ask if you've ever heard of the Neversell Network. What? It's a network of mail uh, around the whole continent. Most of it. Just kind of like his head keeps shifting slightly as a, uh, a rock across. Just like looking around. Okay, that seems busy. Yeah, yeah, makes makes it really easy to communicate with people um, outside of the region. But why? Meeting new people is fun, isn't it? But being here is fun. Yeah, but you can be here and meet new people with mail. But how do you meet new people if you can't say hi to them? You say hi in the letter. But that's not saying hi. That's writing a letter. But you can also say hi to the mail carriers that would come deliver the mail. Oh, people come deliver it. Yeah. Why? When you can just send by paper bird. Not everyone's able to return by paper bird. Why not? They don't know how. But it's easy. Maybe you can teach people. But then they won't get my fishing sticks and stuff like that. And hold up a little belaying club. It doesn't work super well. It's starting to break. 
but still good. People sometimes trade packages over the network too. You, you might be able to get another. What would I have to give for it? It just starts to like look pensive. What are your hobbies? Fishing, making paper, paper birds. I write really pretty. Those are those are all marketable skills. That's why I have a shop. It's the lucky bird. It points up to like this little tiny bird symbol above his head. It's a great name. And uh, I'm sure lots of people even outside the city would love to hear about it. But there's mostly animals outside the city. Mm, go further. Why? I, I assume that I have a pamphlet about the Nebrasil network. And I'm just like, this explains it. Just in case you're curious. Grabs it, holds it. Okay. Just think about it. Roll persuasion. 26. As you go to leave the shop, you see he starts flipping through it. Actually seems to read it. Written on the back is my um, member number, uh, just in case they're asked who referred. Okay. So you guys head to boulders. Back to boulders. Da -na 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 -na. What is the plan? Um, I would start trying to gather more materials um, to make other stuff. Uh, what? I'm going to go with a weapon plus one. Okay. And orc? I mean, I would try and see if I can finish crafting the splint mail. And I don't know if there's opportunity in parallel, like start smelting down the, uh, the mithril. What do you want to do first? Am I able to tell just from previous refining experience how much mithril there is like what could be built with said quantity roll arcana three <laughs> it's hard to tell you haven't worked with a lot of mithril right in that case yes i will focus on crafting of the splint mail how long would that take you like ten and a half days ten and a half days Luvin. so by the time you guys get back i uh, will say you still have half a day dahlia is there anything specific you would like to be doing if we do take ten and a half days, I'll probably spend most of it in the training area that Boulder set up for me. And I'm actually, instead of working on, like, the actual casting and stuff, I'm working on, like, flair. I want it to look cool because I'm bored. So I'm literally just, like, trying to make it look more schnazzy <laughs> if I wanted to put on a show when I burn somebody, you know, for reasons. And I would pull Leuven in at some point and be like, what do you think of this move? Whoosh! You know, very anime style being one who has some dance moves i um i, I give my best critique <laughs> all right so you will have enough time to finish your splint man you're gonna look so shiny so luvin you can add in 10 and a half days okay and now look at this move whoosh so auric as you spend this time crafting you complete the splint mail that you've been working on for the past couple of weeks da 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 that's what I need is more armor. Which brings you up to a 22. Yeah. Cool. It's yep. disgusting. I just wanted to mark your AC appropriately. Disgusting. You know what my AC is, guys? It's so huge. It's a 12. Huge. So you have the splint armor that you can now wear, and you can put your chainmail in your bag of holding to potentially sell later. Of course, the splint, every single splint stamped in it, has both Holy Forge Company and the symbol of Yadamine. Of course. <laughs> Duh. All right, and then Leuven, you take time to finish gathering stuff for an armor plus one to eventually work on, and in the process, find a zacade. Weapon plus one. Yes. As you all rest after a very productive week, you wake up, you're not outside. You hear a drip of water, an echoing sound. It takes you all a moment. You're in a tunnel. Am I able to uh, use the soul of the earth to give ourselves temp hit points and if you guys want to spend one minute yeah as you're waking up you can focus and yeah does cloud count as a creature for that purpose 
Sure. Okay. You also notice in the tunnel with you is Anvil and the cart. Well, at least they brought the mule along this time. Uh, what's going on? I don't know. Maybe, maybe Boulder sent us here? Because he could, he could, and I'm making weird gestures with my, you know, crafters. Maybe he crafted a tunnel around us? Oh. What day is it? It would be the 5th of Othwi. The day of the week. Because we can only do this on Mondays. <laughs> Valanya. The 5th day of the week. Can I do some kind of a perception to see if... Like the stone looks familiar, like uh, like the formation of his like clay deposits or granite or something, and make some kind of educated guess as to where we could be. Not from a perception check. You can roll a history check and double your proficiency to see if you can tell information about the stone around you. I will do that or attempt to, anyways. How dark or light is it in the tunnel? It's dark. That is a total of seventeen for my history check. Studying the stone in the tunnel, this is carved. This tunnel isn't natural. It's dwarven, based off of the carving, the way it's formed. It's maybe been here a few hundred years. There's almost a familiarity to it. In my home? You're in a tunnel. I'm going to pull out of my bag one of my torches and just touch the top of it and light it so we have light. You light it? Soft glow. Are we at, like, the end of a tunnel, or is there stuff behind us? Proceeds in both directions. Can I make a perception check to see if I hear anyone in either direction? Yeah, make a perception check. Yeah, I'd like to perception to hear and listen and look. Same. Four. Seventeen. Twenty total. Oric and Luvin, you listen and listen. You think you hear faintly down one end of the tunnel. Just a soft... Ching, ching. Some movement. Boots scraping on stone. Maybe voices? Can't tell specifics. I would whisper that knowledge to the others. Yep. Same. You hear as Anvil suddenly paws the ground next to you, maybe startling you slightly. <laughs> we should probably head in that way, but we should be cautious. Although there's just something that's oddly familiar about this tunnel. How do you mean? Well, the carving, it, it's definitely dwarven work. But, oh, there's just a sense of familiarity about it. I can't quite put my finger on. Where are you from again? I'm from Vunrim. Well, I've been living in Rumnaheim for a while now. Does it seem more like one or the other? No, not really. I'm not familiar with dwarven structures enough to say I have been here. But even then, Vunrim was more of an on-the-surface than Rumnaheim, so I doubt we're there. Well... Do we want to head towards the voices, or away from the voices? I, I think we should head towards the voices. Alright, let's go. Yeah, let's let's do that. Do we want to try to be stealthy here, or are we just going to call out to them and say hello? We'll deal with them if we approach them, but I think we should just walk. We have a cart and a mule, not exactly known for stealthiness. Yeah, and a dwarf and splint. Clink, 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 clink. <laughs> I don't need stealth when I can withstand any blow. I'm going to melt you in your armor. <laughs> Start scuttling off like meh. <laughs> I shrug and continue walking. Okay. You guys proceed down the tunnel. The noise starts getting a little louder. After a few minutes, you notice a hint of light at the end of the tunnel. Continue to proceed? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
You're slowly traveling upwards. Eventually you notice that's sunlight. And as you get to the edge of this tunnel, as light starts to fill your field of view for a moment, being in the relative dark, even with the torchlight, you come out to fresh air on the side of a mountain. Looking down, you see below you a large cavern somewhere down below, but what catches your attention and what is familiar to Auric is the upper surface area of the sprawling city of Von Rim, thousands of miles away from where you were. We're out of the Rigorum! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> and that is where we're going to leave this episode for today. Thank you guys for listening. Please share us with your friends and follow us on Twitter at Rules As Written. Or check out our website at dndraw.com. And feel free to email any questions you have to Tony the DM at dm at dndraw.com. Also, subscribe and leave us a review or comment anywhere podcasts are found. And please check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash dndraw. Come for the rumble, save for the pummel. If you enjoy the adventures of our characters in Ostia and our show about the rules for 5th edition, support us on Patreon. For just $1 a month, you will get exclusive content and updates. If you're interested in a look behind the curtain of how we keep track of all of our quests, we are going to be releasing our players' to-do list document for each session to all patrons going forward. This includes our plans for which characters need to have a heart-to-heart, -heart, what letters are they writing to family at home, and which NPCs can't be trusted. Beyond that, higher tiers get DM's notes, bloopers from our episodes, and to add an item or NPC to a D&D Raw episode. So we want to give a special shout out to our Adventure Tier and Above patrons. So thank you Waldron, Carol Morris, William McCracken, Ryan Rea Vermette, Mike C, Naked and Afraid, Feral Joe, Jeremy Kleinons, and a Linux fan. We are especially grateful to our producer tier patrons who listen to our audio before anyone else to give feedback and shape the final episode. We want to give a special thanks to Christopher Reinhardt for serving as a producer on this episode. Support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash dndraw.